Alright, Rabbi said, let's move on with the sugi of Atmana before we start the Gavaldiga sugi of crockpots, which we're going to get to. Um, so we were in the middle of the sugya of talking about the four conditions, right? Yesterday we went through all four conditions to explain what are the four conditions that are required for Hatmana to be asked. If you're missing any of those conditions, then Hatmana will be mutter, because that's not called an insulation shaila. So just, just to make things clear, I don't think we answered about the chala. Somebody mentioned, we talked about the chala, that the chala is under the chala deck, or the chala cover, whatever you call it. Would that be a problem of Hatmana? The answer obviously is not. Um, simply because it's not wrapped tightly around, even though it could be that you do want it to stay nice and warm till you get to the meal, because you put it under the chaladekel for Kiddush, or whatever you put it there, um, to have chala on the table for Kiddush, right, Tully? But if your kavana is generally to cover over, because the covering is for the fact of making Kiddush, like the Primigodim says, that you don't want the Kiddush to be embarrassed, because really you make them make hamotzi first, whatever. So therefore you're covering it for that purpose, that's fine. And also another reason is also it's not tightly wrapped Around it, it's just sort of like hanging over it, and there's a lot of airspace over there. So nobody would look at that as a um, act of hatmana, of insulation, and that's why it's okay. Which is why also we said yesterday, go, putting things in an oven is not a problem of hatmana, even though quote unquote it's immersed in the heat in the oven. That's not a maisa hatmana. That's not called insulating. That's not what a person would do when he wants to insulate something. I did see a chiddush yesterday that I want to mention because one of the choshviyidin came over to me after the shir and said, what happens, this is very Nagaya, by the way, um, and this is really today's sugya, but what happens if, for example, you have a bunch of pots on a hot plate um, together, like you have a whole bunch, and you want to cover one big towel. They even make these things specifically, uh, you know, uh, for this purpose. So I saw in the Sfarim HaKadoshim that the post can bring down, in fact, Rabbi Zul Obak told me the same thing, I remember it afterwards, Rabbi Zul Obak told me, and I saw in the Sfarim HaKadoshim, Mishem Adagadonim as well, that he held that it's all considered to be one pot. And if it's all considered to be one pot, even though you've got one, two, three, four, or more on the, on the hot plate, at the end of the day, it's all one pot, and if you're covering the whole pot and around it a towel, so you have to be careful to reveal more than it is covered. As I passed in the Maitre of Israel, Obak told me, and as I had the Svarah bring down, Mishem Kamakadolim, that a person has to be careful. But that's really today's sugya. Today's sugya is... What is the din? This is probably one of the most practical in Yonah we've been discussing until now, which is heating up things on Shabbos. We've been discussing the whole Zman, by the way. The entire Zman we've been discussing Bishel. Right? And now we're moving on to the Rabbonans. Right? But right, David? The whole Zman we're doing Bishel. And one of the main shaders was heating up food on Shabbos Kodesh. Right? It's a very negative Shabbos morning when you heat up the Kegel, you heat up the, ch- the, the Schnitzel, whatever it may be. What is the Shaila? So we talked about Bishel, Al Svino, Tavalach, Tavayodesh. We talked about Shahir and Chazorah, the Gabi Blachs, and Sina Lechatchila. The final Shaila, the final piece in the puzzle, to put everything together, which is why you have to know all the Bishel together to answer one Shaila, how do you heat up something on Shabbos Kodesh? You have to know Hilchas Bishel Daraisa, you have to know Hilchas Shahir, Chazorah, and today you have to know Hilchas Atman. <coughs> and that is, when you heat up something on a fire. So if you're not over on Bishel, that's fine. And you're not over on the Sina Lechatchila, that's also good, because you're putting on top of something else. Our problem over here today is Hatmana. And that would mean like this. We have explained, Hatmana with an Eina Mois of Hevel is Asa on Shabbos Kodesh. Hatmana with a Mois of Hevel is Asa even on Erev Shabbos. Makes enough Gemina, right? It's Gzeri Shamiyachata that applies the whole time. Okay, even on Shabbos, even if you did it on Erev Shabbos. Now, if that's the case, if you have a source of heat 
and you're putting something insulated on top of that, even on Erev Shabbos, that, says the Rosh, is considered to be atmana with a moisive hevel, which is also on Friday morning. Which means that if you have a towel on draped over your chicken soup, or something similar to that, and Mitzvah Shem will talk about crockpots, what's the din of covering a crockpot, we'll talk about crockpots when we get to it. But I'll component if you have a regular chicken soup on the fire, it's on the blech, it's on the hot plate, everything is kavaldi, it's fully cooked, it's got a blech, maysa. I want it to be extra hot, so I put a towel over it, so it's Arab Shabbos, a towel is Eino Moisav Hevel, that should be mutter, right, Tony? Eino Moisav Hevel and Arab Shabbos, but Etzim is okay. Not what the problem is, it's that since it's on a source of heat, that's called a Moise of Hevel, the towel becomes now a Moise of Hevel. So now if the towel is a Moise of Hevel, Zachariah, what does that mean? It means that I can't even do this on Erev Shabbos, which means I can't cover my pot that's on a hot plate with a black, alamidas, on Erev Shabbos, Friday morning, fully with a towel. We explained yesterday that if it's not fully covered, then I am okay. Because I have shown clearly that I'm not so interested in the heat, and I'm good in that case. So the Maisa, what do I do if I want to heat up a schnitzel for the kids, or for yourself? So you take a piece of schnitzel, and you wrap it with foil, and you put it on top of the urn. No problem with sin lachatchela. No problem of chazar. No problem of shehia. Is that a tomorrow? Hello? Anybody there? Not some air. It is a tomorrow. Oh, says Daniel, why are you wrapping it around? You're wrapping it for hygiene purposes. The reason why you are insulating or covering, submerging, whatever you want to call it, this schnitzel, kegel, chicken, whatever, into a piece of foil is for hygiene purposes. I don't want to put it directly onto the lid of the of the urn because it's either going to make it fly shake or it's dirty over there anyway. So it's not a rugged mark. Or I want to keep it in one piece like the kegel's going to be flying all over the place. So if I'm doing it for that purpose, then the covering is fine. Does that mean I'm going to have to one layer or two layers then? No, then you wear it why not? But let's say I want to make sure that no grease and oil drips out into the oil, into the water and stuff like that. Just cover it once. You could. I don't have a pan. I don't want to use a pan for whatever reason. No one's going to say you're doing a Maisa Hatamana. Shimon, you must him. It's not a Maisa of insulation. But that's one layer. What if I do two layers? What if I wrap it again and again and again? Tightly seal it, wrap it a few times. That would be problematic, right? Well, what if I do it? I only pre-cut it before I had a huge piece. Oh, beautiful. What if you have, you pre-cut the foil before Shabbos? You have a huge piece. Sir, Falk has a gewaldige tshuva in Machsaliyo about this. He has a gewaldige chiddush. He tines that if you take the foil and you fold it, make another take, take the foil, fold it this way, fold it that way, fold it again, and then put the schnitzel in it and wrap it once, that's called one wrapping. That's called one wrapping. But if you go again and again and again and again, that's a few layers. And a few layers. How you're doing it. Because there he says it's like a thick piece. All you've made when you wrap it like this, it's made a thick piece. Thick piece. I'm allowed to wrap once. No problem. Mashing in again and again and again and again. That's how you're doing it for the heat. By the way, there are certain foods. I can't remember what they were. Somebody once called me, a Hungarian eat, once called me up with a certain food that he makes on Shabbos. I don't remember what it's called. And I don't remember what it was, and it was a long time ago, but I do remember that he told me that he does it for the heat. He wraps it many, many times around for the heat to stay in until he needs it. That will be problematic. But, let me just finish the thought, because otherwise I want to lose the track. If you're wrapping it many times for the sake of, not hygiene, 
but the oil dripping out, or it needs to be wrapped so it stays in one piece so it doesn't fall apart, that's mutter. As long as you're wrapping it many times, other than the reason for insulation for the heat purposes, I'm allowed to. But to wrap it once, that will not be any problem whatsoever in that case. Okay? Because my purpose of wrapping it is fine. If your purpose of... Again? Then the mice have a kavana for hatwana. You have a lot, you have a kavana for tomorrow, that will be a problem. Okay, moving on, Rabbi Sai. Moving on, Rabbi Sai. A lot of interesting shadows we have to do, talk about today. And that is like this. What's the din? So again, Rabbi Sai, very, very clear. Just to be clear, if you have a piece of food, and you're wrapping it, and you're putting it on a source of heat. Again, heating up a schnitzel, a kegel, a chicken, this is so nagea. And you're wrapping it only simply, for the sake of hygiene, or for the sake of it not falling apart, or not making the own fly sugar, or whatever, then there is no problem in heating it up on, on Shabbos, as long as obviously it's fully cooked, and it's Dabi Yovish, no problem of Bishel, no problem of that's on top of an urn, or on top of something else that's on top of the hot plate or the blech, the only problem is Atmona, it's wrapped once, for hygiene purposes, it's Mota. Is that clear? It's got to be very clear that. Next, moving on. What about food inside of food? What an example if I submerge food into another food? Is that considered to be hatmana? Until now, we're talking about on a source of heat or something similar to that. What about in food? What if I want to keep something hot, keep something warm within food? Is the food considered to be wrapped around the item? And therefore, now that item is considered to be hatmana, do not. So the mice of the chayodom, paskins the hachme. The chayodom paskins that that's considered to be hatmana. And you've got to be careful in that situation. The chazanish comes along and the chazanish says there's no problem. Food and type of food is not hatmana. Ain't derech hatmana v'kach, loshen of the chazanish. I didn't do anything. That's not what a normal person would say, ooh, you're insulating on Shabbos. Gzeir shemi yechate, or shemi yavashto, whatever the gzeir is, to kumachaykis roshenim. Abazuk the chazanish, in a situation where you put food inside of food, there's generally no problem. So for example, if you want to take a schnitzel, and you want to immerse it into your chulant, there's no problem. Why? Food and type of food, chazanish held its mutter, most posts from a maskim to the chazanish, and therefore there's no problem. Obviously, what do you have to be careful of? Hello? Aaron, what? Well, it's a schnitzel. What do you say? Oh, 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 Aaron's saying good. You're saying because you fried it in a little bit of oil, and the mele, that's called tzli, and now you're putting the chulant which is liquid, you good Hungarian chulant of the kudi, the mele, that's bishalacha tzli. Right? Getting the oil I'm hungry. That's the mayor. Every Shabbos Kodesh. Getting the oil I'm hungry. Yeah? We should, by the way. Then we can discuss the bracha. Which in its own is, you know, a sogya. That's why you need what? Oh, that's why that, ah, that's in the Malamud Schos and the Israelis that have a chala roll to go to the churn this way they wash. And there's no problem. Even though the Morgan of Roma says that's not good enough. Don't just wash on something for this. Okay, whatever, not for now. Now let's not get confused. Akaponim, where were we? Bishulach atzli. Right. Remember when you put the item of food inside something else, you're not over on Bishulach atzli. Okay? Moving on, Rabbi Isai. Moving on. Very nageya. Mitzvah Shemesh should be nageya to all of you, but it is manna at the right time. To immerse a baby bottle of milk in water on Shabbos Kodesh. Or baby food. Very nageya. You have a jug, glass jar of baby food. And it's too cold. You took it out of the fridge. The kids, the baby's not going to eat it that way. I want to warm it up a bit. Well, I'm going to put it on the hot plate. It's going to smash the glass. So very simple. Take a Kaylee, take a utensil, take a cup, whatever it is, fill it with some hot water from the urn, and just dip it in. I, I, it's not getting cooked. It's not going to get boiling hot. Let's leave out Bishel right now. Let's talk about it. There's no Bishel over here. It's not going to get yet. So let us boil. Whatever. Leave out the Sugya Bishel. 
is this hatmana. The chazanish was mechadish to us. That food inside the food is not hatmana. Why? Because that's not their hatmana. Nobody does that. No one submerges a piece of chicken into kegel or a piece of chicken into the churn and calls that hatmana. It's not good hatmana. Oh. So, but then you've got no heta over here, then you haven't got that heta to say that's not derech hatmona. Forget, this is the derech. 100% Rabbi Bear saying correct. This is the derech, how you heat up. I made baby bottles on Shabbos. Who? My nafkamina. No, that's if the item is not being done in the kivishin. Meaning, I'm doing hatmona on something in a klisheni. So therefore, I'm not makbid on the heat because it's already klisheni. Here, the pshat is, I want to warm it up. Also, by the way, the Mishnah Bur is machadish and Mishnah Zayin and Sifei. Something called moilit choim. Just to warm something, there's, by the way, there's a shadow which we're not going to go into because we're not going to have time. What about to immerse something to keep it from going colder? That could also be atmana, by the way. Chedesh Noira, which we're not going to go into because it's not so negair 100%, but Lemaisa, it's a sugar that you have to understand. The atmana could even be with something cold. Love Davka with something hot. But I'll upon him, the Mishaburz Machadish, something called Moilid Choim. Moilid Choim is you're creating heat through atmana is going to be problematic. So the problem is, if you take a baby bottle, or you take a baby jar of food, and you immerse it fully in liquid, that is called hatmana. And that must not be done on Shabbos Kodesh. It's it creates heat, and therefore must not be done on Shabbos Kodesh in that case. However, most of the times, the baby bottle is not fully submerged into the water. So too with the jar. They ask Akasha, what if the what? Listen to ah, this, unbelievable. Oh, the milk inside the bottle is fully under the water level. Oh, but the bottle itself is higher, and sometimes it bobs up as well, right? So that's, that's all, that's physics, and that's, we're not going into that at this moment of time, right? That's going to get complicated, how that works exactly. But I'll upon him, so the, the Ramosha Pashtus will be machme over there. Ramosha will hold that since the liquid that you're heating up is fully submerged in the liquid over the water, that it's surrounded by a, a clear bottle, that's going to be problematic. In that case over there. And therefore, uh, the most posts can hold that since we're dealing with Atmana, which is the Rabbanon, there's definitely what to be soimich for sure to be makel in that case over there. Even here, the Chazan Ish was Machadish, there's no Atmana. Because he tiny that's not the Derech Atmana to dip a bottle, a, a, a clee of something that's bobbing around into liquid to call that Hatmana, the Chazanish held, that's not a problem whatsoever, and therefore there's never a problem. It talks about a clee of liquid, it doesn't talk about the word baby bottle, but it talks about this idea. Um, moving on, what about this case? What happens a case that you have a pot full of half, half full of, of, of hot water, you put the baby bottle in and you close the lid? Now maybe you consider that to be atmana. On here, Rav Yasha said you could be makel, for sure. There's no problem. Ah, you covered it with a lid. There's no problem. That's not good atmana. So as long as the entire baby bottle is not immersed in the liquid, or the entire jar of baby food is not immersed in the liquid, therefore you are okay. If the whole thing is in, then you have a problem. And even if the whole thing is not in, but the liquid is in, Rabbi Pashtus will be machme in that case. All those people that run around saying, ah, Rabbi Shah's maker, Rabbi Shah's maker. So here's another place that Rabbi Shah's machme. There's a few of them, by the way. So you have to take all of the chumras and the kulas together. That's just how it works. Let's move on, Rabbi Shah. Kishka or Kegel in the Chulant. Very Nagaya. People put Kishka, we mentioned a little bit yesterday. We, uh, people put a piece of Kishka, a piece of Kegel, into the children and let it sit there, the Gansanak, the Gansan Shabbos, it's wrapped in something. So what is the din? Let's just make it very, very pikitsa. The Allah is, it makes enough kumin, it's looked fisher, the Rajuk Mubnis and Kairelids, that's all and others, that it makes enough kumin while you're doing it. If you're putting the Kegel or the Kishka into the children because you want either of them to give time to either of them, 
doesn't make a difference which way around you go. Either the Kegel, either the Kishke give time to the Chulun, or the Chulun give a time to the Kegel, whatever it is. So that's called Bishol in one Kedera, and that's fine. Even if it's immersed, and even if it's fully immersed, and even if it's fully wrapped, right? By the way, most of the reason why people wrap it is not really because they want to do Atmona, it's simply because they don't want the Kegel or the Kishke to fall to pieces, you take it out separately and serve it that way. That's for sure okay. But there are poiskim that hold that we're worried that if you're only doing it for the purpose of heat, you want it to get really cocked, you don't want to keep the hot plate on, this is your only source of heat in your house, you're only doing it for heat purposes, then it's fully wrapped, that could be problematic. Zugdai and Fisher, what do you do? Take a knife and poke some holes in it to show that you want the time to go in one to the other, and therefore you're for sure okay in this case. It's motto in every single case. There is no problem. Once you have something in one pot, it doesn't make a difference if you want to have half this and half that, and you've separated it and covered it and immersed it and wrapped it. If it's on one fire, there is no problem with Hatmana in that case. That's not called the Maisa Hatmana. It's not called that you're, even if you are Makfid, that you don't want the Kegel to get any taste on the children, for the children to get any taste on the Kegel, and you wrapped it three times to make sure that happens. Rosh Hashanah held, it was in one fire. Rosh there is no problem. Okay, Rabbi said, that is the sugar of Hatmana on a Maisa that's got heat to it. Moisev Chaim, which you have to be careful even on Erev Shabbos. Next year, Be'ez Hashem, next week, we'll have to start talking about the Heilige Sugya of Crockpots and how it's Nagea to Hatmana and what do we do to make sure we get saved from that problem. Have a beautiful day.